0: Oh my god, hi, hello, how are you? Welcome to something about a podcast where I am currently going over the current season of Only Murders in the Building. Season 1 and 2, I've already recapped. They're available wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, And if you haven't watched it yet, all episodes are available on Hulu. Hashtag not sponsored. But maybe kind of should be. Um... I have like seven and a half pages of notes. My hand gets sore every time. you, And every time I go in, going, I'm not, I'm not going to take detailed notes. And I end up taking detailed notes. Though, as you can tell, as the um, episode ends, I also get lazier. And I'm sure I've missed stuff. But whatever. I'm not deep diving into Easter eggs. Because I don't. I get Easter eggs, but I don't. And I'm also... Like, I'm already doing this. I'm not going back to watch it again to look for Easter eggs. Sometimes they're very obvious. Sometimes they're not. And I'm not that person. I watch Doctor Who. And that's one of those shows where I just watch it. And it will get explained in the end. So I've taken that into other shows. Usually it gets explained in the end. And if it doesn't, I you got to move on. Like Lost, when I watch Lost. It got explained in the end i think we lost the plot but then it came back so if i miss something i apologize there are youtube channels out there that go over the easter eggs i am not that person but we'll just we'll dive right in we are on season three episode five called ah love it starts with joy narrating ah love you gotta love it Everywhere you look, there it is. But in the city that never sleeps, how do you really know who the hell you're sleeping with? And we see various shots of couples all over New York in the various seasons. She continues, people can conceal some very dirty secrets. And we see a shot of the Arconia and it's zooming in and we hear a knocking on the door. It's Oliver and Mabel. And they're outside charles's apartment but through the door we hear shouting and yelling and like glass breaking or fatally fatal flaws uh charles comes outside of his apartment and like closes the door right behind him so they can't can't like see in and he says joy is um shattering sea glass for for her aquarium mabel asks charles if he's asked joy about the lipstick and the message and the message on the mirror being "fucking pig and if she wrote it in ben's dressing room uh, charles hadn't but he'll he'll get around and mabel's like it's been two days and you know just let us in and we'll ask her if you're not going to uh, Charles does tell them like I'm I'm handling the situation. I'll I'll do it on my own time. Uh, Oliver gladly redirects the conversation to him. And what he is going to be wearing on his date with Loretta and um, he has to a tie and he asks Mabel does this say um, I've loved you since the first day I've met you? And Mabel kind of looks at him and she says, it looks like it's giving crayon box. And he whips out a scarf from his like coat pocket. And he's like, you always have a backup. And we love that. We love a man who accessorizes and is like options. Love options. Mabel again offers to go in there and just talk to Joy. And Charles, like um what what's the word he's trying he tells him like she's not another Jan he thinks and it's important to him to interrogate her because what if he is engaged to a murderous girlfriend fiance And Oliver then asks about his hair is it you know is it giving Karen or is it giving Carrie Grant um If I am picturing Cary Grant, I think it's giving Cary Grant, Karen, it would need to be like a little bit longer and more of a bob than, you know, the situation he has. And at that time, you know, they're going over Oliver's hair and they both realize that Mabel is awfully dressed up. She looks gorgeous. She's wearing like this red velvet dress. It's beautiful. Selena's color is red but she looks good in anything. Um, They ask her if she is going out on a date and she reassures them like, no, I'm going out with Tobert on a stakeout to watch a suspect. And it's like a dressy place. And they both look at her and say, it's a date. And Mabel goes on to say, it's two totally platonic semi-professional investigators Um, They're going to go wait together in an out of sight, enclosed space and watch in hopes that the suspect incriminates himself while eating stale cheese. And Oliver looks at her and he gives her that look, that look we know, and he goes, in a cocktail dress. And then we hear more glass breaking and Charles tells him he's going to go in, he's going to handle it. And Oliver and Mabel head towards the elevator. Joy then continues, is it possible you're keeping, is it possible you're sleeping next to a lunatic or a liar? Sure it is, but I always tell people better lose your mind loving than to live your life loveless. I feel like that's very reminiscent of Charles's life. As they're in the elevator, Oliver admits to Mabel um it's been a while since he has dipped his quill into a woman's ink pot that's a new term for that um I don't know if I love it or not I mean it it's witty and he then asked Mabel if there are any new moves he needs to worry about and the look on Mabel's face is kind of like shocked that he's asking her of all people this and she says to him, "Um, please don't make me take the next one. And then we go to Charles and we see him kind of looking over Joy's makeup. And he grabs one of the lipsticks and it flashes to Ben's mirror and it says fucking pig on it. And he asks Joy to come there. And as she's coming and entering the room... She's like humming a wedding tune and asks if he's ready to go. And he asks her about the Ruby Stripper lipstick. And he mentions that they found it backstage in Ben's dressing room. And she's kind of kissing Charles to stop him. And he asked her, how did it get there? And um, as as they're leaving she's yelling at the fish and she's yelling at a specific fish named president McKinley and Charles is like what president McKinley and Joy had mentioned she'd always wanted to be friends with the president uh but this one in particular is an asshole and she goes to scoop him out of the fish tank and she puts him in like solitary confinement and Charles goes on to tell her someone wrote a threatening message on Ben's mirror with her lipstick, and he's kind of implying that he thinks she did it. And as he's saying this, he hears a knock on the door. He opens it; it's Saz. I'm so happy Saz is back. I love, I love Pataki, and she's holding a very large engage, engagement present, and um. As she's kind of forcefully handing over the present, she looks at him and she tells him he needs to see her Pilates guy and her face guy because his um jowls he's got he's got jowls going. Uh, Saz and Joy see each other and they um, respond to each other with like cute little nicknames they gave to each other. Saz Mataz, fucking love it. And uh, she calls Joy Almond Joy. Also love it. And she tells him she got him a fondue set. And she is also a little upset that she's not Charles' understudy in the play. But she's okay with it because um, she's going to fly out to LA and be the stunt guy for Bacula. And Charles is like, are you cheating on me with Scott? And as he's saying that, She's doing like somersaults kind of on the ground. Obvi- I have a feeling that was not Jane. I have a feeling that was Jane's stump person, but either way, beautiful. And Joy tells Saz to send him her love. And also that he would never accuse her of horrible things. And Joy kind of storms out. She's going to go do the cake testing, cake taste testing alone. And as she's leaving, we now see Oliver approaching Loretta's apartment. He sprays like mouth spray into his mouth, and then he sprays it into the air, into the air, and he like walks into it with his own mouth open. You know, a little, a little clone, a little breath spray. Um. He knocks on the door. He lets her in, and they're they're both very nervous. And he's like enchanté, and it to me i felt like it was an easter egg because he did play lumiere on abc for the 30th anniversary of beauty and the beast and she tells him dinner's almost ready um her microwave is broken so she's trying to use her you know shitty oven to broil some pork chops and he's walking around her apartment he's looking around and her place is covered in art like beautiful pieces of artwork. It's a cute little kind of like studio-ish apartment. And she mentioned she's cooking pork chops and Oliver's like, "I love solid food." And she tells him to pop a squat, come quat. Love it. Um he kind of see something on the wall and he goes, "Ooh, what's this?" and he discovers her Murphy bed as it falls down and opens up. He apologizes and he looks at her. He's like, "I didn't mean to jump the gun dinner before dessert." Oliver's got one thing on his mind. But can you blame him? Now we see Mabel and she's shown up to the restaurant and she's again wearing this beautiful red dress. It looks like it's velvet. I'm not a fan of velvet, but this dress is gorgeous. Um, it's a cute little piano bar. Um she sees Tobert and then she sees the person behind him being Jonathan and she looks like Tobert and she's like, Jonathan was your lead? You know, Howard's adorable boyfriend, and Tobert explains why he thought Jonathan was his lead you know he was Ben's understudy but Talbert goes on to explain as to why he now thinks Jonathan is not the lead suspect um he volunteers with Broadway Cares and he does a great weekly cabaret set which is the bar that they are at to see this cabaret set And all I could think of with Cabaret was um, Countess Luanne and Sonia. If you know, you know. Um, And she's like, but you texted me that you had a lead. And clearly it's a date. And he's like, yeah, I don't have one. And I just wanted to go out on a date with a cute girl from the armoire. She's a little annoyed. Uh, The waiter comes over. And he's going to get a drink for Mabel. And he had ordered two of whatever drink he was having. And she actually goes, no, I'll take a Mezcal old fashion. And he's a little little surprised. We are now back with Saz and Charles. And she lets him know that this is a safe place. Say fish place. (laughs) Because there's all of Joyce fish there. And she then goes on to say that, like, it's safe-ish also because, like, in the Arconia, it seems like a lot of people have been dying or murdered recently. So, how how safe is it? And goes on to say, like, are you sure the killer is after Ben and not you? And then she asks, you know, what's up with droid? Do you have a therapist to talk to? And he's like, no, I don't. And it's it's kind of obvious. Saz kind of drops in Jan's name. And she apologizes. Like, oh, trigger warning. Um, she's been kind of keeping in contact with Jan. And has con- kind of continued whatever that weird thing was that they had last season in the jail if you remember saz went to break up with jan for charles and that must have triggered something between i don't know and Saz goes on to say you know like it's the stunt woman in her she loves danger Um, but there's only so much they can do through the the sexy glass—it's—it's it's really holding them back. Uh, you know, they're not married, so there's no conjugal visits. Charles tells Saz, "You know, I think—I think Joy's a killer. Maybe she might be." Um, and he's getting the case and the engagement all mixed up, and he doesn't want to have to like fear for his life. And Saz brings up that he has MGDS, Murderous Girlfriend Derangement Syndrome, and Saz knows the treatment for it because she um, just invented it. She just invented it. So she comments on the fish tank, and she says that it's the Rolls Royce of fish tanks. And she goes to sit down on the seat across from him, and she tells him, we're going to play a game. And now we're back with Oscar and Loretta. Um, they're cheersing and they're so he's so glad that they saved money rather than going to Le Cirque. And he goes to cut into his pork chop and it's it's a little tough. A little tough. So instead he like stabs it with his fork and he picks it up and he just goes to like chomp right into it. Um, instead, he loses a tooth, like a a bicuspit. He's just kind of stuck in it, and the red is like, "Oh my god, I am so sorry." Does it hurt? And he, Oliver points out, he's like, "Actually, I can't really feel it." So let's be real: the man who eats dips for dinner, probably the last time he saw the doctor was when he was having his mini heart attacks. Do we think he's gone to a dentist? Probably not. And if he has, he has veneers. So that tooth popping right out didn't he did not feel at all. Uh, Loretta again is mortified, and as he's talking, he kind of whistles with the gap in his mouth, and he snorts as he laughs. And uh, she mentions that she she loves his little snorts, and she talks about how she played a pig in Charlotte's Web on a um not a yacht, a cruise. Excuse me. And she played one in a black box production of Animal Farm. And she goes, "Ah, oh, fucking pigs. And mentions Ben. And Oscar now has the flash to Ben's mirror with, with that written on it. And um, he asks her if she ever said that to him. And she's shocked that Oliver would ask that, but she doesn't really answer his question. And she then asks him if he trusts her. And she has like a place to bring his tooth. Tobert looks at Mabel. And he says, so you love Mezcal. Your favorite weather is rain. And your favorite time of day is night. She's like, yeah, and she tells him that he got her there under false pretenses. But Tobert then asks about Oliver and Charles. And she tells him that, you know, they're her best buds. Um, They do talk a lot about murder. And she asks him if he you know, has a partner and he mentions how he always travels constantly. And he doesn't really have a place to like lay his roots down. And she asks him if that's what he wants, if he wants to like, settle down and have a partner, you can kind of feel a little connection between them. And I like this connection the most for Mabel out of her and Oliver and her and Alice. The Oliver one was cute and I think it was kind of, they were fulfilling each other's crushes that they had on each other when they were um, teenagers and children. So I think once they slept together and had their little fling, I think that was it. I I don't think Mabel and Oscar are like goals. Um, Charles is with Saz and they're playing the game called Commitment or Be Committed and so she looks at charles and goes you know she's gonna play joy pain and charles will be charles hayden savage and she looks at charles and asks you know a sexual relationship joy must have sex two times a day and three times on the weekends and charles is like no and Says then has like a clicker type thing and she changes the color in the fish tank and it's wrong so she makes it red and she tells him there's nothing wrong with like a good sex drive Charles just doesn't have one as we learned with Jan he it was weird and then she looks to Charles and um goes the future will they be together forever and he's like yeah like very nervous about it and sas goes on to say it took 30 years you know for him to love and you know he like he loves joy but does he love joy and sas points out you know you're not afraid of joy the person you're afraid of joy the feeling because He seems to push away everyone he is romantically involved with. And he mentions he didn't think that she killed Ben. Uh, Oliver and Loretta are on a boat and he makes joke that like, oh, wow, you can charter a boat for four dollars. And she looks at Oliver and she asks him to pick his poison and he looks shocked like, excuse me. And she pulls out like a flask. With liquor. I as- I assume. And a joint. And the joint is wrapped in like. Purple paper. And she mentioned. That she got it from her 12th roommate. Babette Claus. Gave it to her in. 1978. And Oliver goes. Babette Klaus, The chorus girl that was struck by lightning. And Loretta's like. Yeah, and Oliver's like, I rolled 10 joints for her out of a purple streamer from Studio 54 from Grace's Joan, from Grace Jones 30th birthday. And he called it a groovy doobie. And Loretta goes, I was at that party. And they light it up and they take a drag from it. And she mentions how, you know, it's so funny. They seem to run in the same circle but their orbits never crossed. And she goes on to say she would have killed to be in one of his his productions. But something always went wrong. Uh, her ponytail got stuck in a subway door once. Or uh, Bernadette P- Peters gave her a bottle of water that was laced with Valium. And you know she fell asleep and Oscar looks at her. She's like you made that up and she's like yeah I did um, and she goes on to say there was always something as to why she didn't get cast for a certain part you know her accent was too good and she goes on to mention how her nickname was Lucky Loretta when she was younger and she got it because in school I'm assuming she means, like, elementary school. She won a raffle four times. And she thinks maybe she's cursed instead of lucky. And, you know, like, all the things she could have done to possibly get cursed. Like, you know, what would make me be cursed? She asks Oliver to open his mouth. And she takes, you know, a long hit off of the joint. And their heads get closer and she blows the smoke into his mouth and you know he inhales it and then exhales it and with a lisp he goes super sexy and and she's like what he goes uh he goes the gap or the 40 year old weed and i just want to say 40 year old weed i don't think you'd get very much of a high off it, it's probably more mold so if you're getting high off anything it's the mold that has been growing on that but another conversation for another day honestly if you lit up a 40 year old joint it would probably go right up in flames from being just so fucking dry jonathan has finished his song and he gets a standing ovation and mabel can't believe tobert thought that he was a suspect and she like kind of pokes fun that if she was with oliver and charles they would have they would have cracked the case in a day but tobert is kind of glad it's taking a little longer because he gets to you know he gets to hang out with mabel um jonathan gets off the stage and he's hugging some some random man and the way the man's dressed Mabel's like he either should be a limo driver or he's a rider of the limo because he's wearing a red coat and a hat and he appears to give him money and then he received some sort of paper and Tober goes to like turn around and Mabel's like no don't look like you're gonna make it too obvious and as she You know, she's describing this and he's trying to turn and she's trying to stop him. He knocks over the drinks and they fall on the floor and they break. And he's like, should we stay down here and pretend to like make out or should we get up? And, you know, they look up and Jonathan sees them and uh, he leaves. He just he sees them. He walks out because he knows what's up with Mabel. And I think he can deduce with Tauber being there what they're doing um Loretta and Oliver are a little high and that's probably it a little it's probably more like what do they call that placebo effect and he apologizes about Ben and you know it ruined the mood and you know Loretta went quiet and she was like the thing is you know They had a fight a half an hour before the play started and he accused her of being obsessed with him and was, you know, she somehow wormed her way onto the show and it flashes to her and Ben kind of having a, like a physical scuffle on the lighthouse set. They're like pushing each other. Like that's, that's more than an argument. And that he didn't want to share the stage with a no name. And it was, she called him a fucking pig, and it was the last thing she said to him. And she goes on to say he was an asshole to everybody and to his brother. And she apologized to Oliver that he didn't get the opening night he had wanted. And Oliver goes on to tell her, you know, I adore everything about you except for your pork chop. And they're coming up on a bridge. Maybe it's the Brooklyn Bridge. I, I don't know. I've never seen the Brooklyn Bridge. I'm, I probably drove on it, going to Gettysburg, or Virginia, I should say, but I don't remember. I was on it, not looking at it. And so they're coming up on a bridge, and she, you know, stands up, and she brings Oliver to the edge of the boat, and she tells him that when she was a child and she lived near the mississippi river and anytime she lost a tooth her mother would take her onto a little ferry. and when they got to a bridge they'd throw like the tooth overboard and make a wish and he's like what the tooth fairy like what the fuck do you think you were doing and he's she's like tooth fairy and he's like oh tooth fairy as in boat not the mythical creature with wings and it she goes it's really corny but you know he loves corny and he throws his tooth behind him he makes a wish and she goes what'd you wish for and he looked at loretta and they kiss So we know what he wished for mabel then asks tobert who the guy was that was with jonathan and tobert thinks it's Ben's private doctor, you know, like one of those celeb concierge doctors. And he had come to see Ben a couple times and he only knows him by Dr. C and they were curious as to why Jonathan was paying him. Uh, that's as far as we got with that. And then joy returns and she has like four boxes. And she brought home all twenty samples because she doesn't uh, want the third degree if she didn't bring home the right cake, so Charles can try them and they can pick them out together. Um, he, Charles apologizes about the lipstick, and she goes on to tell him that she was she was their opening night, and she was summoned by Howard. Ben had had a cosmic um, emergency. He was hit in the face and it left a mark. So she was there to cover it up and her lipstick must've fallen out of her purse. And then someone used it to write the message. The look on Charles' face is realized like, that makes sense. Why does that make sense? Cause he now goes to admit to Joy, he was the one that gave Ben the mark. On his face. And it was right after Loretta and Ben's fight that they had. So he was telling Ben to stay away from her. This was the her. We have figured out not Mabel, not Kimber, Loretta. Stay away from her. And Joy is mad that he hit Ben, but, you know, still thought that she could have killed Ben and write the note on his mirror and he goes on to say you know oliver and mabel convinced me and he still proposed but he he proposed it was an accident and she's like what And he's like i didn't mean to propose it just kind of happened and she's just she's super annoyed she's super pissed and he goes on to say he wants to marry her and she goes on, you know, we've known each other for 30 years. There's something special between us. And, you know, just trying to open a dialogue for what they want. And nothing has changed really between them. And he goes to tell her she is Troy and he wants Troy. And he needs to embrace both of them. And the look at her face is like, that's all well and good, but you still accuse me of murder. And now you're saying these, you know, Oliver and Mabel convinced you of it like, what the fuck, buddy? And she calls off the engagement and she takes one of the mini cakes out and she just shoves it on his chest as he deserves it. You know, you don't admit that. Oh, I didn't mean to ask you to marry me. Oh, my friends convinced me that you were the killer. No, they some things are kind of like best kept secret and that my guy is one of them mabel is bringing talbert into her apartment to show him the murder board um and she is confident but not that and she you know done her due diligence and he goes to grab a card Cause he's like, he sees the murder board and he's like, wow, you guys have like really mapped this out. The list of suspects, picture of Ben and he goes to grab a card and write on it and pin it to the board and Mabel like meets his hand as he goes to do it. Cause she's unsure. Like, what are you doing? And he, on the card, he wrote Dr. C and he pins it to Jonathan's photo and he compares them to like a real-life Rosoleon Isles, which is a great TV show. I believe all those episodes are on Hulu. I know they play reruns on TNT, but all the episodes are on Hulu and it's great. Um, it allegedly takes place in Boston. I've never seen these places in Boston, but allegedly that's where it takes place. Um, they're having a moment. They're following a lead. They uh kiss and go off somewhere i like their chemistry i do i hope he's not the murderer i i hope for mabel's sake he's not the murderer we'll get to that at the end of the episode uh oliver and loretta are in bed so he did dip his (laughs) i'm so sorry he did dip his uh quill into her ink pot (laughs) and um He tells her she might be bad at dinner, but she sold dessert. Uh, She gets up and she offers to draw a bath. And he's like, you have a bath? And she's like, kind of. It'll be be cramped. And um, he gets up and he's in one of her like fancy blue robes. And he goes to walk around her apartment. And he goes up to like her little reading nook library area. And we hear Joy. I will say one other thing about love. There are times when you've been totally blinded by the mirage of your own desires. Oliver like picks up a picture and it's a young Loretta like how we saw her in the first episode when she was seeing the play. And he puts it down and he's kind of just looking over her bookshelves. He notices, he notices a little scrap of paper and he picks it up and he opens it up It's a picture of Ben from the red carpet, and we hear joy, and when the truth of who you've given your heart to, of who they really are, is suddenly staring you right in the face, it might be a sign that things just aren't meant to be, or worse, and he pulls out the little book that he saw this little scrap of paper in, and as he's flipping through it, it's various pictures of ben throughout his life various articles about his career and clippings and the look on oliver's face is like oh no it it loretta is guilty of something here whether or not it's ben's murder she's she's a part of this and uh loretta calls out to him and again he's just he's kind of dumbfounded and that brings us to the end of the episode um i still don't know who killed ben i actually think there could be two killers there's the one that tried to kill him when he was on stage and poisoned him and then the one that finished it by pushing him into the elevator shaft i think maybe they were working together which makes me think it could be maybe Loretta and Dickie because I have seen online some people think maybe Loretta is Dickie's birth mom and that's why maybe Ben doesn't like her we don't know and you know Loretta tried or Dickie tried to kill Ben it didn't happen and then Loretta finished him off because she was not there when it happened like she left go back to her place and then ben left to go up to the penthouse that's a possibility um it could be donna and her son cliff possibly because donna didn't want to continue with the playing cliff did so maybe cliff tried to do it and failed and then donna finished it i i don't know i don't i want to say i don't think it's them donna and cliff it could be just donna i don't think it's cliff Because he really wanted this play to be successful. And now he's dropping all the money into the musical. I still have no idea who it is. But that's my thoughts on it. I don't know. Um, If you could rate, like, and review the podcast, that would be great. Um, You can follow on Instagram. It's something.about.podcast. And uh, that's really all. Thanks so much. Bye.